0: Welcome to Five Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insights into God's Word. First, I'd like to say happy national maritime day. I live in a seaport town and today we celebrated Maritime Day. Okay, today we're looking at Judges chapter 4, verses 17 and tw- through 20 in the New King James Version. We have so far met uh, Deborah, we've met Barak, we've met um, Sisera, who is the uh, leader of the army, we've met Jael. And Jael is important to the story. She's the wife of Heber, and Heber is a Kenite. She's significant because of her action. But let's tell you a little bit of what's going on so far. Um, Sisera has he's a fallen war hero and he has fled the scene of the battle. He runs to the tent and he runs into Jael on his way to the tents. She invites him in and makes him comfortable. And let's listen to the rest of the story. It reads, and I'm on verse 19. Then he said to her, Please, give me a little water to drink. I am thirsty. So she opened a jug of milk, and gave him a drink, and covered him. And he said to her, Stand at the door of the tent, and if any man comes and inquires of me and says, Is there any man here? You shall say, No. Again, that's Judges chapter 4, verses 17 through 20 in the New King James Version, which titles it Deborah and Barak. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, we're looking at Judges Chapter 4. Verses 17 through 20 in the New King James Version. And this section is the rest of Jael's story and how she was able to conquer Sisera. I'm um, sharing again from Matthew Henry. Jael was mighty careful to have him feel easy around her, to feel as if, you know, he was her invited guest. Was he weary? she finds him a very convenient place to repose himself and to get his strength back. Was he thirsty? Well, he might be. Did he want a little water to cool his tongue? The best liquor her tent afforded was at his service, and that was milk, which uh, we may suppose he drank heartily, and being refreshed, he was better able to sleep. Was he cold or afraid of catching cold? Or did he desire to be hid from the pursuers? If they should search that tent, she covered him with a mantle. Lastly, we must suppose she kept her tent as quiet as she could and free from noise, that he might sleep sooner and faster. And now was Sisera least safe when he was most secure because she made him feel like he was she was going to protect him. She was going to be there for him. He wanted her to be with him, to be around him, you know. And she did what she had to do and again You see God's working. You see him in that, in just the little details, the milk, the blanket, just, you know, making him comfortable. But let's continue. And he was safe. He felt safe. And he felt, you know, like he was secure because of her. How uncertain and precarious is human life? And again, that was Matthew Henry. A uh, certain goat milk produces um, a tendency or it has a tendency to cause drowsiness. This suggests that uh, maybe uh, she premeditated and gave him goat milk to make him uh, sleep. And, you know, when we want to sleep at night, the first thing we reach for is milk, warm milk to help us sleep. But let me continue. All expressions that Jael went through was for his care. Did uh, She did what would lead Sisera to relax. He did so believing Jael, fully intended to pre- protect him. She does uh, what she needs to do. She does either to, uh, to conceal him or to give him a sense of safety or because the extra warmth would help make him sleepy, something suggested by her delicate choice of milk over water. And then um, Sisera made her a sentry. She had to watch guard over him, and all he asked she did not commit to. He was this great now fallen military history. But when he desired her to lie for him and say he was not there, she declined making any promise. I'll be back to share, uh, to pray, to have our prayer. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. As we come to the end of this section, where we've met Jael, we've met her hospitality and her humanity. And we know all that she has done is with your care, with your guiding, with your uh, presence there with her. And Father, we thank you that as we can't, you know, commit to something that we can't do, especially if it's against our walk with you, so does Sha'el in this section. She doesn't lie. She doesn't make a promise. and um, She is, again, being directed by the Holy Spirit. She's being directed what to do, what to say, how to act, how to respond. God, give us that guidance in our day-to-day life. And then, Father, we're praying and we're thanking you. And we're saying those who need you in a special way, now is the time for them to ask and speak and talk to you. They may may need you as salvation. They may need you as a protector. They may need you as a guide. They may need you as um, a refuge, as a place to hide, as a place of um, peace, security. And if that's what their needs are, Father, now is the time for them to voice their needs. And Father, there's also a time for praise. Father, they may thank you for jobs, thank you for marriages, thank you for children that don't, you know, that they're not having to go to jail with or go to the hospital with, that all is well with them and their children. We don't know, but we're thanking you for those situations. And we're taking time out to thank you. Or maybe they're just thanking you for a place to live for health and strength. God, we bless your name and we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.